Fantasy Managers, hello and welcome back to the FPL Addicts uh, Game Week 1 review show and Game Week 2 preview show for Fantasy Premier League 2021 and 2022. It's powered by Esports Live, sponsored by Bonus Bank. We've just got a little bit of housekeeping first, similar to last week. You've got to still make sure that you're registered for all our mini leagues, uh, our free coaches, and if you fancy a little bit more competition, check out the paid league at www.e-sportlive.com.au slash fbladdicks, which includes a whopping 5k worth of cash prizes and a total of 52 to be won, including manager of the week, manager of the month and end of season cash rewards. Plus, we've also launched our very own and our very first women's FPL mini. Code is below on all our social pages. So make sure female managers out there that want to join, you join that one. It's completely free and all of our leagues are currently still open to join for a limited time as well. Our Discord, our FPL Discord is absolutely buzzing. Details on how to join the conversation, uh, whether you're all in for playing for FPL or you just want to be in there for a bit of fun and interaction, uh, all the information is on our social pages as well. And just a reminder, if you're on Apple uh, please, can you leave us a positive review? It really does help us with the algorithm and everything. It will mean a lot to us. And if you're on YouTube, please do subscribe. But now that that's all out of the way, it's time to introduce the panel and the guests for today. We've got Matt Day, the guru from FPL Addicts, Jack from Esports Live, Statman Dave, and my right-hand man in the commentary box, Oliver Walker-Peel. So we'll start with you, Ollie. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, really good, mate. Um, Obviously, I had a brilliant FBL week, raised the bat already. So, you know, feeling a bit like Joe Root at the moment. Got the 100 up and obviously Rovers made a signing for the first time in um, in a while, signing one of my best mates from England in Leighton Clarkson from Liverpool. So, I'm pretty buzzing at the moment. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Fingers crossed that yeah, he does well for you this season. And, you know, the whole illusion of, you know, your team not being that good and, you know, you're not going to do very well this season's been uh, been dismissed pretty early. But um, you'll you'll take that. And, you know, as you said, we'll get onto teams just a little bit later. But um, 100 points for you this week plus was a, a brilliant score from you. But the guru, we, we'll get onto it a bit later as well. But you just missed out on the 100. But how are you, you doing, mate? Mate, I'm, I'm great. I'm absolutely buzzing off the... Uh... FPL week, first week of FPL, and obviously the Spurs result was brilliant. 1-0 against the champions, and, um, you know, it was just brilliant. Son got his goal, some really good performances. So, yeah, buzzing buzzing about that. And he's also made a lot of uh, a statement to a lot of fantasy managers out there, human sons. I'm sure a lot of people will be transferring him in this week. But um, we'll move over to you now, Dave. So how are you doing, mate? Yeah, doing all right, guys. Was uh, pretty happy to get the season underway last night and stop chopping and changing my team constantly. Um, even stayed up to watch the the Tottenham City game after our uh, our watch along, and uh, although it sort of sent me to sleep by half time, so didn't quite make it to the end. But <laughs> yeah, doing That's- okay there. That's what we want to hear. And we will have another watch along uh, this weekend as well for the early kickoff between Liverpool and Burnley. But I'll touch on that just a little bit later. But the man who was joyed by the early kickoff uh, this week was Jack Gillibrand from Esports Live. So how are you doing, mate? Yeah, doing well, El. Um, what a weekend of fantasy football. But obviously the Premier League, it started with a bang for game week one. Some really impressive uh, action. There were, what, 10 wins in the Premier League. Every Every game was a win. Um, and United, even sweeter, we absolutely smashed Leeds. It was a, uh, you know, it should have been six one. I'm sure Paul Pogba's goal was meant to go in, but uh, I did celebrate that one as well. Uh, but yeah, buzzing to be back, buzzing to get off to uh, a flyer as well. It is true. We absolutely did celebrate that one. And if you are doubting it, we do have video evidence of it. But um, he, he was impressing a lot of people this weekend and he'll be another one that's given a lot of fantasy managers a lot of questions. But we touched on the results a fair bit. If we bring up my share screen now, we can just have a look at the way that the weekend's results sort of went. But Ollie, is there any games out there that sort of, you know, stand out for you in terms of a, of a fantasy sense? Um, From a fantasy point of view, there's a fair few, isn't there? Obviously, We've mentioned probably the main ones. I, I will I will mention um, Newcastle, West Ham, your, your chagrin, Elliot. Um, a lot of assets did well, didn't they? St. Maximan got an assist. You had Ben Rama doing really well. Antonio doing really well. Wilson with a goal. So there was a ton of players, obviously six goals as well. And even Aaron Cresswell got himself on the score sheet for the first time in God knows how long. So I think there's a lot of FPL assets that, you know, returned from that game. It was a great game to watch. I stayed up and watched it. Um, yeah, one of the probably the best game of the weekend, and a lot of FPL assets returned as well. So I'll go with that one. Yeah, someone that's just raised his eyebrows at that best game of the weekend <laughs> statement is Jack and Jack well, from Bruno a, Fernandez. From a neutral point of view, 
Oh, from, from a neutral, neutral point, yeah, from a neutral point of view, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a cracker one. The first half was absolutely insane, uh, and United didn't obviously uh, kind of go off until the second half. So yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah, but in the second half, Bruno Fernandez hat trick, Jack. Just how good was he against Leeds? Bruno is fire. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say, isn't it? Bruno is fire, and I'm sure he punished the the fancy managers that did end up going Bruno that we discussed last week, and it was a pretty unanimous decision that you know he's got to be in your team. Even the Guru was putting him in his team, and we know how much he tossed and turned uh, about it. But Guru, interesting one for me was was Chelsea v Crystal Palace. There was you know a little bit of a, a little bit of an upset with you with Christian Pulisic, and you transferred him out. But you know the likes of Kai Havertz not starting, and Chelsea you know fielded a fairly um, weakened side to what they they uh, faced in the Super Cup just a couple of days beforehand. What did you sort of make of that in an FPL sense? Yeah, look, I think um, I think it was going to happen after the Super Cup and all of the minutes. Um, and I think, uh, you know, Tuchel, he showed last season at the end uh, with FPL that he does rotate probably just as much as Pep sometimes. So I think from a, from an FPL perspective, it's, it's going to continue. They've got a large squad. Lots of quality in, in all pretty much all positions. So I think that's something we're going to see. Um, you know, Alonso and Chilwell rotating. Uh, Rhys James, Aspilicetta will rotate. Silver, Zuma. So, you know, I think uh, from an FPL perspective, that will continue the season. But they'll, they'll be strong and um, they'll certainly score goals and, and keep a lot of clean sheets. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, we've got we've got Pep Roulette and I think now there might be something coming into the dictionary this week called Tuchel Roulette as well. But um, the, the opening fixtures weren't the only thing that got off to a flying start this week. As you can see on screen or if you're not uh, watching and you're just listening, our paid mini league got off to an absolutely flying start. We've got um, who is the, the manager of the, the match day, Tom Stones, who gets the $20 prize. Uh, for his 118-point haul. Absolutely ridiculous from him. He's a, a fairly familiar face, but um, Ollie, you know, he's back at it again, isn't he? 118 points. Good start from him. Oh, great start. You know, it's, you know, we come to expect that, don't we, from from Tom. Obviously, won the free league last season. Um, he messaged me just before the season started saying, oh, I'm really struggling with my team. Um, you know, I, you know I'm, not gonna have as, I'm not going to have as good a season this year. Did a me, yeah. Um, and I'm like, mate, stop lying. You're lying out your, your proverbial backside, mate. You're going to have a smashing season and look what he's gone and done. Top of the league already. Uh, great effort. Obviously, 118 points deserves to be top of the league. So, fair play. And I dare say it's not the last time he'll be uh, manager of the week. Well, we can all, we'll all be sitting here hoping that it is the last time that he does get that this season. But in second place, we've got Jordy Wilson with probably one of the best names in the league. Then we've got Bradley. I don't even know how to pronounce that last name in third. We've got Renee in fourth, Guru. I didn't even notice that. Have, have you been helping her out with her team or something? Or is she just, you know, the, the superior guru at this point? I think it's, uh, yeah, the superior guru at, the, at this point. There was, uh, you know, I had a last minute check with her and we did... Uh, you know, sort out the, the getting Antonio in there, but everything else was her doing. She wanted Son, um, you know, she wanted Bruno, she wanted Salah. So, yeah, she's uh, she smashed it this week. That's absolutely brilliant. She finds herself inside the top four of the paid league so far, and she's uh, she's above you at the minute. And Jack, she's also above you. You find yourself in seventh. So uh, you were happy with, with your performance so far this week? Oh, listen, absolutely buzzing with that. Um, obviously, we're in the 100 club, those who have been privileged enough to make it this week uh, for us for the start. Um, it's a lot different from my uh, from you know this time last year when we kicked off. Uh, I think I'd already, you know, by now hit a 20, 24 hit, point hit by now. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, being in this position is obviously brilliant. Uh, I was, I think I was top on Sunday. Uh, pretty happy and not just hoping Antonio wasn't going to hit or uh, Ben Rama and lo and behold they smashed it so that's where I quickly uh, changed position but yeah happy to be up there yeah, fairly similarly with me as well, mate. Ben Rama and Antonio did the business for West Ham and uh, it just so happened that a lot of managers had them in their team as well. But Tom Stones also finds himself top of the free mini league, which was quite surprising, I thought at least. But, um, you know, given the amount of people that are in this league, the top three for the free league is Tom Stones, Greg Cook and Jesse Long. And um, the Women's League as well is up and running and the updates you can find for that are on our socials. And as I mentioned, um, you know, get involved with that. The All the information is on our website, it's on our social pages. So uh, absolutely 
get involved with that one. But we, we've told you what our point scores basically were, but we need to get on to showing you just how our teams did this week and which players started to perform for us. So we'll start with you, Dave. Um, you can take us through your team. As Ollie mentioned earlier on in the podcast, unfortunately, you didn't hit the 100 mark, similarly to me. But um, how did you end up going this week? Yeah, uh, 84 points. So yeah, I didn't hit the 100 club, but you know, I can't do it every week. I did it three times last season, so that wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, Captain Bruno, so obviously got off to a bit of a flying start, but ultimately not having Salah in the team hurt me. Um, had returns from Creswells, uh, Smickers, uh, Sun, obviously Bruno, Greenwood, Ings, and unfortunately had Suchek on the bench, but um, did a last-minute change uh, just before the start of the round with Tony coming in for Ian Archer because I just didn't think that Ian Archer was going to get a start, which proved to be true, um, and also just gave me a little bit of extra cash for the future as well. Um, got a bit of a decision to make, I suppose. I need to get probably either Salah or, or Lukaku in, in the next couple of weeks. So got one and a half in the bank at the moment, so probably, probably need to raise a little bit more cash to make that happen yet, but not yeah, exactly sure I'm going to do that yet. You would have been delighted with Mason Greenwood's goal and his performance. Do you think he's going to be a, a big part of your your season? Yeah, at least the early part of the season. Um, you know, we'll see how he goes. Like towards the end of last season, he was he was one of the better performers for me. So stuck with him again, and you know, obviously him getting a start up front was was exciting to see. And and he ended up scoring one in between the, the barrage of goals from Fernandez. Um, but yeah, I think he'll be featured for a little while anyway. Yeah, he just had to get himself involved in any way. And as we said, 84 points. Um, it's an absolutely brilliant start to your, your FPL season for 2021 and 2022. We will go in points order uh, from bottom to top. So we'll go to my team second, 92 points. And, um, you know, above the average, very happy with 92 points. It's a really nice start, despite what Ollie will say to you. Um, I'm very happy with 92 points. And he can talk about his 100 all he wants. But we all know that he's fallen off towards the back end of the season. I was really disappointed with Sanchez. Um, he didn't get points very early on. Burnley scored. But um, Salah, Fernandez were the main ones for me. Stuck with Wilson and Ings. Annoyed with Ian Acho not even starting because I took Antonio out for him. So uh, that was a bit frustrating. But the Liverpool boys did it at the back. And uh, I'm hoping that Kai Havertz is going to be starting this week for Chelsea because if he's not, he's going to find himself out of my team fairly quickly. But as I say, 92 points. You do take that most weeks for FPL. So I would definitely be taking that for this week. Uh, Reedy's not currently on with us, so we will review his team if he joins us just a little bit later. But next is the man who was on the cusp of 100 for the first game week of the season, 99 points. So uh, take us through your team, Guru. Yeah, look, pretty happy with 99. Would have preferred the the 100. But yeah, look, the last minute Madison change um, from Pulisic is what probably killed me there. Would have been an extra five points. But um, look, other than that, Marty being the, the second sub was a bit of a disappointment. As Ben White come on for Veltman. But positives, you know, Ings, Antonio and, um, you know, sticking with Son. I think I said it in the Discord to... You know, a few different people that, you know, he always scores against City and he'll benefit with or without Kane. And, um, yeah, he grabbed that goal and he was brilliant. And, um, yeah, really happy with that decision and, and the overall score. Yeah, and do you think we're going to see an influx of people transferring in humans on this week? I think a lot of people would have been apprehensive with the game against Man City, but, you know, the real gurus and the real statisticians and stuff like that would have known that he loves a goal against City, loves a game against City. So do you think we're going to see uh, a lot of people transferring him in this week? You know what, I think... It's going to be difficult because people may not be able to afford him at 10, 10 million right now. So um, I think they might wait one more week, uh, roll over their transfers and wait for the Watford home game in week three. Um, you know, but if people want him now, I think they're going to have to take a hit or they're going to have to lose Salah or Bruno. And I just I just can't see people doing that. Yeah, I think you've got to do all that you can to hold on to Salah and Bruno Fernandes, respectively. But um, we'll move on to you now, Oli. And we will give you your moment of glory because you absolutely deserve it with 100 points this week. No matter what I say, hitting you know triple digits is absolutely massive. And to do it on the first game week of the season is also brilliant. So 100 points for you. Uh, just take us through your team, mate. Yeah, I think that was back-to-back game week ones that I actually hit the 100 mark. I think I did it last season as well to, to start the season, but absolutely buzzing with it. Um, obviously... There are a few issues, but when you've got issues with 100 points, you're not really complaining. Captain Salah, so that was decent. Obviously, Captain Bruno would have got me a few more points, but can't really complain there. Um, Luke Shaw was a bit disappointing, but um, that's all right. Obviously, conceded 
against Leeds. Um, Regulon, I think Matt said it before in the little chat we've got. He liked the pick. I was a little bit annoyed because if you scroll down to a bench, I've got Daniel Amati there. He was on six points and I was like, oh, I should have put Amati on there. And if I'd have put Amati over Regulon, I would have ended up on 99 as well. So, you know, not too bad. Um, obviously, Adam Armstrong. Um, I was on doing a doing a Rovers chat stream at the time and my, uh, the chat full of Rovers fans were just like, oh, Armstrong scored, Armstrong scored. Very happy and very sad at the same time. Uh, obviously, with him, with me being a Rovers fan, you know, it, it you know buzzing for him that he scored, but you know, you know what it's like. But hundred points, take it. Uh, move on to next week, and hopefully, I can replicate the feat. And I'm above you in the league, which is nice, nice way to start the season. I was waiting for it, mate. I was waiting for the little bit at the end that you just said there. But um, you know, as I say, fair play to you. Triple digits is absolutely massive. So well done to you, mate. And you know, the, the top scorer out of us for the week is Jack Gillibrand with 104 points. As we said, he finds himself seventh in the paid league. So uh, take us through your 104 point hole, Jack. Oh, I could be here a while counting up all these points. Um, no, but I think like the Bruno captaincy was the big one. Uh, I think it was me and Statman, <clears throat> excuse me, that went to uh, went to the captain armband on him. Obviously, big fan. Salah obviously delivered. Um, similar to the Guru with uh, Son and Dave as well. Delighted with him. Obviously, target not hitting. But um, Richarlson and Ings were and Wood. I overhauled my strikers uh, about an hour before deadline. Um, so yeah, got up at two two in the morning, having a nightmare, thinking, "Oh my god, no, oh my god, I have to change this." Overhauled the front three, but I did take out um, Armstrong and Antonio. So I think if I'd left maybe Armstrong getting for Wood, but I thought Wood would be a bit that differential, um, which you know he does he does score goals this uh, generally each year, gets you know fifteen or so goals. So I thought he might just grab one. Um, unfortunately, they didn't against Brighton. But um, yeah, listen. Happy with that. Good start. Um, can't, yeah, not too much complaints. Yeah, I think the one for me was the fact that he put so much faith in Richarlison. You know, there was a lot of uh, cloud over his, you know, position in the team at the start of the season because he'd just come back from the Olympics. But you, you thought you had all the faith in him. He was going to play and, you know, it's really paid off for you. So what was your thought process behind that one? Yeah, I just felt with, you know, DCL just only just recovering from that knock to come into the lineup. I thought Richarlison would have to step up and be the main man. Uh, maybe take a bit of the uh, the heat off DCL. Um, obviously, he's, he's on a high from getting a gold medal from the Olympics. So, you know, he's the only one to kind of win something this year, um, this you know, during the uh, break. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. He's more instinctively fit well in the budget. He scores well in FPL, even though he's just not a week in, week out kind of striker. Um, so, yeah, I just felt he, you know, I just, you know, trust your gut, as they say in FPL. And, you know, that's what I did maybe with that one. Imagine he didn't do well last year for me when I put him in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say last year it was the, the DCL training with Charleston was sort of pushed yeah. aside a little bit but as you say trust your gut and you absolutely have that and it's really paid off for you but we've given you and Ollie you know your little moments there so uh, we can move on now and we can look towards game week two of Premier League action as I bring up the fixtures on screen now the, the early one for us Ollie as we said we will be doing a watch along Liverpool against Burnley do you see yourself captain in a Liverpool asset in this game? I do. I see myself captain Mohamed Salah. Um, I think this one, you know, I've thought about this one already. And even though Bruno's had the twenty-point haul, Salah's come off the back of seventeen. So I, you know, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Salah. Um, I like to have my captain set and forget. Um, and Salah's obviously done really well against Norwich. So I think he'll cap, I'll captain him again. Obviously, with it being Burnley, it would be even sweeter if Salah was to do something. Um, but yeah, who knows. Absolutely, mate. I think a lot of people will be going with Mohamed Salah this week. But um, as I said, uh, we will be doing a watch along on Twitch and YouTube. And obviously the links are always down below. So get yourself involved in that. Come and say hello and come and chat with us. And uh, uh, hopefully we can watch Mohamed Salah smash a couple past the Clarets, as I'm sure Ollie would be delighted with and Reedy would be delighted with as well. But I'll just turn our attention to Arsenal, Chelsea. And I'll ask you, Dave, you know, you mentioned Lukaku just a little bit before and the reports are saying that he will be available for selection for this game. So do you think that, you know, he's one that people should maybe be looking for for their teams this week? Quite possibly. Um, I think for me... Obviously, I've got to try and raise some funds for him, so I may not be able to get him in straight away. But I'd probably be seeing how he goes week one, see see what sort of game time he gets, see what sort of impact he can have, you know, coming back to another league. So maybe maybe it might be just a case of watch for watch for a week, see how he how he fits in, and then and then look to get him for game week three. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, it's probably best to just wait and see um, what Thomas Tuchel decides to do with him because I 
would be surprised if he is given, you know, the start against Arsenal. But you'd imagine even if he gets subbed on with Arsenal's form, that he'd be managing to put a couple past them. You would like to hope, but um, I'm sure a lot of people will be getting him in this week regardless. And on the same day, we've got two massive fixtures as well for two of our men on the pods. We'll start with you, Jack, against Southampton. And I've already seen a lot of people on Twitter um, putting the armband on Bruno, giving Bruno the triple captain. I saw a couple because they're so confident that it's going to be another 9 0 against uh, the Saints. So do you share that same sort of confidence? I think after coming out of that Leeds one and obviously the result against Southampton you know, last season, I, I think it's fair to say we should be confident. Um, I'm sure um, Harzen Hootel will uh, try and do something a bit more defensive and be able to try and contain. Um, but I can't, I can't see how this one's not going to be a big scoring game. The um, momentum of the uh, of the team from the weekend going into this one is they're going to be on a major high and be looking to score goals. Might be more of a second half performance possibly, but if uh, someone fires in quite early on, you know, get ready for it to rain. Yeah, absolutely. And then the the, the second game on that day, Guru, is that it's the Nuno derby so early in the season, um, game week two. So how do you see that one panning out for Spurs? You know what? I think it's going to be a tricky one. I um, I watched the Leicester Wolves game on Saturday night and Wolves are actually very good, probably deserved all three points. If Traore could just get his finishing right, then, um, you know, they would have scored a few. He was brilliant and... Um, it's a bit of a worry for me um, coming up against them. I think it could be a tricky game. Um, but yeah, look, maybe a 1-1, 2-1 type of game. Yeah, fingers crossed it goes Spurs way with a couple of song goals for a lot of people's fantasy teams. But um, that does wrap up the Game Week 1 review section of the podcast. So if we move on now to the guru section from our very own FPL guru, Matt Day from FPL Addicts, that's uh, the most important part of the podcast to so take your notes, get a drink out, get some popcorn, get your notepad out and your pen and uh, take it away, Matt. Thanks, Elliot. Look, we're going to start with, again, as as we did last week, a couple of podcast discussion questions that we've uh, had come in from our members on our Discord. And we're going to begin with the uh, first question from very well-known member so far in our community, Pizza Boy, um, and he's asked one for the panel here. Which player do you regret transferring out for this game week and uh, and were you shocked by their performance? So I think we'll go to you for that one, Ollie. Um, I'll say Ismail Assar. Um, there's obviously a couple of others in there that I could have gone with, but... The fact that Saar is um, was a differential. Um, not many people had him, and I had him, you know, a week to go before the start of the season. He did so well against Aston um, um, Villa in a, uh, in a result that no one really expected. Um, we know that Saar can hack it at Premier League level, and it's a disappointing one that obviously I missed out on that. But I had a decent win, nonetheless, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, absolutely. And back to you now, Guru. We've got another question as well from uh, another familiar face. So take it away. So JC99, he's in uh, all of our leagues, um, which is good to see. And he's asked, do you suggest doing one-for-one one transfers, two-for-two, or sometimes risk it by losing points to bring in more players? Um, but I'll answer this one for you, Jay. I think at this stage, I'd probably be looking at either rolling over your transfers or maybe only doing one. Um, wouldn't risk losing points this early in the season. Um, but look, as you get towards sort of maybe that game week, you know, eight, nine or 10, then, um, you know, you might want to start taking a few hits in there, but um, I wouldn't suggest it this early. Yeah, absolutely. And just remember, if you are on our Discord to uh, keep asking the questions in the podcast discussion section, we'll take all questions or any and all questions that we think we can fit onto the podcast from there. But um, we'll ask for your, your differentials for the game week now, Guru. Players under 10% ownership, so take it away. Yeah, look, the first one I'm going to go with is going to be from that Liverpool-Burnley game. 0.7% uh, ownership for Matic. Um, obviously, Liverpool defender. Uh, they hit the clean sheet against Norwich. I think they'll keep another one in this game. Um, he's an aerial threat as well. And he does like the odd goal. So I think at 0.7%, he's 5 million. Um, he'll get the start. And I think he's uh, yeah, an absolute bargain in that one. Uh, second one up, I'm going to go with uh, a player who really impressed me in the Spurs-Man City game. Had a shot off the line. It's Lucas Moura. 1.1% ownership, which is really low. Um, if you can get him in this week, you've then got him ready for the uh, the Watford game the week after and the Crystal Palace game the week after that. 
Uh, my next one, he's very low owned. Um, he's got a home game against Norwich for Man City, and it's going to be Riyad Mahrez. Um, I think he's got really big potential this week. Um, can see him grabbing a goal or two. Um, that City did obviously lose in the weekend, but he was sharp throughout the whole game. Uh, and then the next one, um, or last one I'm going to go with, 8.8% ownership. I think this is going to completely change maybe after this game week um, or at some stage soon. And it's going to be Jaden Sancho uh, for Man United away at Southampton. I think, uh, you know, we come off the bench. I can see him getting the start this week ahead of um, Daniel James. And I think he's uh, got a really big chance of, uh, of grabbing a goal on his, on his four. I guess it's his full debut from the start of the, of the game because he obviously only comes as the sub. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of, as you say, I think a lot of people will be transferring him in uh, this week or the week after, depending on how he goes this week. But um, there were some some really nice differentials, as they always are. And, you know, as I said, get your notepad out. I'm writing them down out next to me uh, as you go on. But um, we'll, we'll go to your enabler section now. Um, if you've got any for this week uh, that we'll just ask you for. Yeah, look, this week I've actually I've decided to switch it out and just go with the uh, three teams to watch this week. Um I think the enablers, uh, we had a few good ones, obviously, for week one. Um, and I think we'll get some more as the season goes on. Um, so I'll switch it back just to the three teams to watch like we did last season. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my three teams of uh, Liverpool against Burnley. Um, I think you can't look past Liverpool and uh, and their assets this weekend in, in that home fixture. Uh, Man City against Norwich. Um, I think, again, if you can get some City players in there or you've already got them in, um, then get them in your lineup. I can see them winning that one. Um, and then I'm going to go with Man United players, um, you know, Fernandez, Greenwood, Pogba, Luke Shaw. I think, uh, yeah, they're going to they're going to punch Southampton this weekend. Yeah, really good choices from you there, mate. And you know, you've mentioned a lot of players, but in terms of who you think should be getting the armband for this week, uh, who you, who do you think? Oh yeah, look, it's got to be. I think Bruno Fernandez is definitely on that list uh, this week. Um, Mo Salah as well. Um, I'm going to put Son in there. Um, you know, he's the main man at the moment uh, for Spurs. And I think he's a, you know, he's going to, I think he'll score again this week. Um, Danny Ings, um, definitely on there this week. And last choice, I think De Bruyne has got to be on there too. Yeah, I think De Bruyne, as you say, is going to be another interesting one that, you know, depending on how he goes against Norwich this week, um, we could see a lot of people transferring him into their teams. But as your curveball captain, who have you gone with for this week? I'm going to put in uh, the man who's probably going to be the most transferred in player, but I can't see many people captaining him. So um, I'm going to go with Paul Pogba. Yeah, he was absolutely brilliant against Leeds, four assists and... Um... Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So it's definitely a very fair shout. And we've got the Scout 11 for game week two that we can bring up now as well. And the Scout 11 from game week one went really well, didn't it, Guru? Yeah, look, I think it hit um, about 100 points. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it did, did well. And, um, of course, this Scout 11 is within, uh, within the 100 million budget. So, um, you know, have to try and fit as many as we can in. Um, but, yeah, I've gone with one of Ollie's favourites in goal. Uh, Raya from um, Brentford. So he got a good score on game week one, got some bonus, got some save points. And I think, um, you know, Palace away is a good fixture for him. Uh, the double up with Liverpool in defence. Um, and then Ruben Diaz as well for City. I think he's stonewalled to play um, and they'll probably get a clean sheet in that one. So I can see uh, a lot of clean sheet points there. Then going into midfield, you've got the three premiums, De Bruyne, Fernandez, and Salah, which you know, they, they've got to be on there. Um, Greenwood playing in that striker position. You know, I can see another goal or maybe two. Um, and then Canos, who got the goal against Arsenal, um, has to go in there. Budget um, can fit another premium in there. So, you know, in sort of that five and a half million range, five to five and a half million, you know, I've got to put him in against Palace after his display. Um, certainly is a uh, enabler, as we, as we say. Um, and then the front two, I'm going to back Tony to, to get his first Premier League goal this weekend. Um, I think Palace away is a good one for him. So got that triple up on the uh, on Brentford there. Um, just wasn't very impressed with Crystal Palace. I know it was against Chelsea, but, um, you know, they just didn't look up for it. They didn't look fit. And I think, uh, you know, Brentford were brilliant in that, in that first game. And then... Uh, Danny Yings has to go in there. I think with his part, the partnership there, he looks like he's on pens because he obviously scored one. Um, you know, and he's got a nice, uh, a nice fixture this week. 
Um, so I think we'll uh, we'll see him maybe scoring a, a couple of goals. Um, it's new, is it Newcastle at home this week for him? Is it Elliot? It absolutely is, Guru. So it's the, the return <laughs> of the, the most common phrase on the podcast and it's blanks going in the scout 11 or blanks in the, the captain picks this week because they're at home to Newcastle. So it's really good <laughs> to be back. Um, it's not, not no surprise that you've gone with Danny Ings, but Ivan Tony, you know, we saw a lot of him against Arsenal. He didn't manage to get a shot away, but are you confident this week that he's, he is going to find his, uh, his scoring prowess against Palace? Yeah, I think look, we knew in that Arsenal game um, he wasn't going to get the same sort of shot numbers that he'd get in, say, a championship game. Um, and I think the teams like Palace, those types of fixtures is why we have Tony, um, you know, those those bottom half teams. Um, you know, relegation battlers is where, you know, they're going to get a lot more attempts and go. I think I think Tony will score uh, with bonus this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And are you favouring the, the Salah over the Fernandez captain then? I think... You know, being at Anfield, fans are back in the stadium. Um, it's hard to, to look past Salah. Look, I will say he hasn't got the best uh, record against Burnley, but um, yeah, fans back at Anfield is, is going to be a special moment, I think. And um, yeah, I've got, got to put it on him. Yeah, and a man who's going to be delighted with fans back at Anfield is our UK correspondent, uh, Chris Reed, who joins us now. So, Reedy, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm doing well, Elliot. Uh... Appreciate the uh, the introduction. Um, just buzzing after that weekend of football. It was absolutely terrific, wasn't it? Uh, we can't complain for a first game week, um, both fancy and obviously uh, the first first week of, weekend of fixtures. So, yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, and if we just bring up your team now, you did two points better than me. You got 94 points in the end, Reedy. So, you would be absolutely delighted with a 94-point start. Yeah, yeah, can't complain. Um, you know, right in there with the in the mixture, you know, with everyone else, people were getting um these nineties and hundreds even. It was it was just a crazy weekend really. So I was yeah, I was happy. I was happy. Um can't complain. Obviously Tony didn't hit as you as you guys have, have touched upon. Uh Luca Digne didn't uh, didn't deliver and the Brighton the Brighton clean sheet went down the pan, didn't it? Fairly early on. So, um, yeah, but, you know, Salah captain, uh, I was happy with, with him hitting after Fernandez going absolutely acker against Leeds. Um, so, yeah, just a brilliant all-round score, really, can't complain. Yeah, absolutely was. And, you know, obviously, Ivan Tony, you'll be hoping that he can uh, find his goal-scoring ability this week against Palace as well. Do you, similarly to the Guru, do you think he's going to do it? Yeah, I, I expect him to, to grab a goal. Uh, I don't think it's going to be playing Salem for, for Brentford. I know the... Um, the sort of brushed Arsenal aside, let's be honest, Arsenal weren't great. The one shining light of their team really was Smith Rowe. Um, you know, so it's not looking good for them. The news of Aubameyang potentially leaving as well. You know, so that they are um they are looking good, Brentford, but I just don't know. Palace Palace at home. Um Palace are at home. So, you know, I expect them to kind of have a good go at Brentford. So it's gonna be a tight game, but I think I think uh, Tony will will grab a goal for sure for sure. Yeah, definitely agree there. Well, it's a really nice haul from your reading. It's, it's good to have you back on the pod. And just quickly, thank you very much for your, your guru section, Matt. And uh, obviously that does wrap up the guru section for game week two. So as we announced a little bit ago, we're super proud and delighted to have kicked off the season uh, with a partnership with Bonus Bank on a season-long uh, partnership. Bonus Bank is quickly becoming Australia and New Zealand's fastest-growing side hustle. And if you're not aware, Bonus Bank is a membership website and app that shows you how to make guaranteed profit by taking advantage of bookmaker promotions. It's completely free to get started, but if you want to go premium, make sure you use code FPLADDICTS to receive 25% discount on your first month's membership. Uh, just check the link on, in our caption and all our, uh, all our social pages. It'll be there as well, and you'll learn how to make your first $75 profit. So if we move on now to the guest section of the podcast, and it's probably someone who's the most um, potent on the Discord, and he's always chatting, always giving everyone all the information, all the statistics that they could want. It's Pizza Boy. How are you doing, mate? Hello, guys. I'm fine, thank you. How, about, how, how are you guys doing? 
Yeah, we're doing brilliantly. Thank you, mate. Um, are you enjoying FPL so far this season then? You obviously, you talk a lot of FPL, you live and breathe <laughs> FPL. You're up all night thinking about it. So uh, are you enjoying it? Yeah, definitely. I am. I'm really excited. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been playing FPL for, mate? And what's your highest highest game week score? Um, well, I've just started like a couple of months ago with uh, the Euros. And as a rookie, I'm actually surprised. I ended up... Um, in England, around 2,000, and around the world, I ended up in the 100, 150,000, which was actually surprising. Absolutely, it's a really nice game week one score. But you have—that was our second question as well. It was our, our game week one performance? Um, so, how did you end up going in game week one? Who performed for you? Um, well, I'm uh, I'm going to share a screen here. Um, I will show you that Bruno, he actually <laughs> got the job done for me. Which is actually really surprising. He got me 20, uh, 20 points. If only I had him as a captain over there. But Salah, he's my enabler for for game week one. And as you can see here, Antonio, we have. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. That shouldn't have been. That sh shouldn't have been done. But I'm fairly happy with the ninety-four points. I should have been in the uh, in the hundred points club, but. I'm sure that I can cover it in game week two, definitely. I, I'm pretty confident with that. Uh, Ali, mate, um, obviously good to be uh, chatting with you. Um, it looks like you're using the FPL tools there as well. Has that helped you at all with a bit of software that you've got added up to, uh, to help you get that extra edge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that really, it really helps. And I recommend every FPL fan to get this extension. It will show you uh, your fixtures depending on which which enabler you have, such as Salah or Pogba or Hota. Um, you'll get to see their fixtures, how many expected points they, they'll be able to get in that fixture. And you'll be able to plan head on. It, it's really helpful. I really recommend it. Brilliant stuff, on, mate. So I'll take that. Nice little plug for uh, FPL tools as well, as well there. But nice to found See you, pizza boy. Nice to have you on the pod, and thanks for all your engagement with us on the Discord so far this season, mate. Been absolutely cracking. Uh, I just want to know, uh, and maybe some of the viewers want to, and listeners, can you name three asset tips for the season? Any any must-haves we need to have in your team? Um, well, we already know we we Salah's a must-have, Bruno's a must-have, but if you want to rotate, um, I really recommend Lukaku in game week seven. He he will perform outstandingly. I'm not going to rush in with him uh, with game with the next fixture because I need to see how is he going to get on, so I can decide whether to bring him in or not. Another, yeah, nice. yeah another rotator you've got there is basically Hyun Ming Son. At least, at least uh, he'll get a he'll he'll satisfy you with with an assist in any in any kind of match. I'm really confident with this player. Yeah, brilliant. He's definitely uh, been a massive for me and a few of the other boys on the pod. Uh, Matt, from you. Pete's boy, good to uh, meet you. Um, obviously, we've chat a bit, so it's good to see you on the uh, on the visuals. Uh, but my question is, uh, who's your enabler tip for someone's team uh, for this game week? For this game week, um, I believe as a rotation, first of all, Benrama, which actually really surprised me. Um, I didn't get to <laughs> to watch the uh, the Newcastle versus West Ham match because I was really butthurt about having Antonio in the bench. So I was like, I'm not going to have a mental breakdown. I'm just going to sleep it off and see how it goes. <laughs> Next thing, I was shocked that Antonio got a, like two scores and one assist. I was like, okay, I, I'm glad I didn't watch the match. Or I, I would have <laughs> I would have gotten butthurt. But yeah, Benrahma, I'm really satisfied with him. Um, he, he he gave us one goal, one assist. I really recommend you guys to have him in your next fixture. And uh, obviously, the main two assets is Bruno and Salah. I will I will I will probably triple captain on Bruno though. They will have a nice fixture. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree about Ben Rama. Go ahead, Elliot. Yeah, as much as I would have liked to have been in the same position as you and ended up not watching uh, the Newcastle-West Ham game as well, um, I was subject to watching 90 minutes, 45 of which was pretty good, uh, 90 of which was not brilliant defensively, but um, for, for the most part of, of the first half, 
that was uh, fairly decent to watch. But um, as I mentioned, you're probably one of the, the shining lights of our Discord community. You're always trying to help people out and, you know, share advice and stuff like that. So uh, what's your favorite part of the FPL Addicts, you know, Discord community? You can you can talk to people and um, there's different chat channels. So what's, what's been your favorite part? My favorite part is that um, the living atmosphere that we get uh, we get to watch with each other and uh, the live reactions. But most importantly is that I'm really glad that this in this time of um, of the season I've get to meet really nice people, make new friends. I'm really happy and satisfied about that. Yeah, well, you heard it from the man himself, Pizza Boy, and you know, it's a it's a really brilliant community that we've built, and um, you know, we're. we're glad that you're a part of it as we say because you give a lot of people advice and you're always active on the discord as well so we thank you for your time for coming on the podcast today pizza boy i'm sure it won't be the last that we'll be seeing you of you this season and uh, we wish you the best of luck for game week two but that wraps up the guest section thank you so much yeah just as, as we said, really can't speak highly enough of Pizza Boy. He's an absolutely brilliant bloke. He's always funny. He's always on Discord. We're pretty sure that the man doesn't sleep. He's just 24 hours, seven days a week, committed to the, the fantasy football cause. But um, we will move on to the, the hot topic section now. It's something that we started last week. And this week, we've got two sort of burning topics that we want to talk about. And we've sort of alluded to it a little bit. I've already asked for Matt's sort of um, opinion on it. But Ollie, um, obviously, you are going to be a little bit biased as well with the, the Salah playing Burnley. But this week, out of uh, Salah and Bruno Fernandes, who do you think should be the captain pick? Well, you can talk about bias all you want. Um, I think both of them are very, very valid options. So, you know, it's a bit of a line ball one. It's, if you go with, with Salah, then that would work or Fernandes would work. But I'm edging towards Salah with the home fixture at Anfield. I think it looks slightly more enticing. I said in the private chat, I think that St. Uh, Southampton will do a number over Man United. I've just got that feeling. I've just got a good feeling that Southampton... I'll do something as Man U. Jack, get, you him, right with get him off. Get him off. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think well, Marlon Adam Armstrong will get a goal. Just um, trying to say something controversial like you did with your championship I team. I don't, I don't. I just, I just got a, I've just got a feeling that Samson might do something. So I think typical Salah's commentator, got... Typical pundit trying to say something controversial to get more airtime. Uh, here we go again, Jack. Here we go again. Um, but no, I think both of them are very, very valid options. But I'll just be taking Salah. I think the home fixture really helps him. Um, you know, I reckon it's it's an edge one. It's close, but I'm taking the uh, the Liverpool man. Yeah, and we'll move on to, to Statman Dave with the same question because I've just realised if I ask Jack or Reedy, they're probably going to be a little bit biased as well. But um, So Statman Dave, out of Bruno Fernandes and Mohamed Salah for this week, who's it going to be from you? Look, obviously, unfortunately, I've only got Bruno on my team, but I think, um, you know, I was genuinely torn, you know, when I was thinking about the question before. And and I think Guru has probably convinced me in the, in the fact that, you know, um, Salah's got the home fixture and, and Bruno's playing away. You know, Bruno had his, um, uh, you know, obviously good performance on the weekend, but I think being at home, I think Salah's, Salah's probably just edges it for him. I think a lot of people will be uh, thinking similarly to you, but obviously, as Ollie's saying, Southampton are going to do a, a number over South uh, over Man United, so you don't want to have Bruno Fernandes as your captain. You've heard it here from him first, and uh, if it does pay off, then uh, he is a visionary. But we'll move on to our, our second question of the hot topic section now, and it's centred around sort of Arsenal and Chelsea, the fixture that we sort of mentioned a little bit before. Um, Guru, I'll go to you. Arsenal. You know, they're, they're a team devoid of confidence at the minute, devoid of any sort of, you know, hope. So do you think that a, a lot of people should be getting in as many Chelsea assets as they can? You know, the Lukaku's maybe, the Havertz's, maybe even the Timo Werner's uh, for this week. Um, look, I'd probably say no to Werner, but um, yes to Lukaku. If you can afford him now, um, I think he's going to be fixture-proof. I think Chelsea players are fixture-proof. Um, you know, Rudiger. You know, lots of clean sheets for Chelsea this season. So, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be getting them in now if you can afford them before price rises. Obviously, we spoke about game week seven onwards. But, um, yeah, I think this this fixture for me, isn't, it shouldn't really be a red fixture for, for Chelsea. Yeah, absolutely. And Reedy, do you sort of agree there? Do you think Chelsea are just going to, you know, turn Arsenal over and that as many Chelsea assets in your team is going to uh, be a beneficiary for you? Yeah, I think you'd expect them to. Um, you know... Chelsea obviously flying on the back of last season. They won the Super Cup not too long ago as well. Um, I, I do expect Chelsea to just walk them, really. You know, 
possibly even three, four nil, something like that. Um, but yeah, you know, you never know. We're, we we can be pleasantly surprised in the in the Premier League sometimes. You know, as you know, Ollie said about Southampton beating Man United. Arsenal might do the same. They might turn up. But no, I think most of us are siding with Chelsea on this one. Absolutely. And we do have a live comment as well from Steady1975. And he asked for our opinion on Harvey Barnes. We'll go to you, Jack. Are you keen on the, the Leicester winger? Oh, how good was he last year, by the way, before he got injured? <clears throat> I think if you can get some uh, that sort of form, you know, maybe one or two game, one or two more games just to get going. I think he's definitely one to look at. I, th- I think for myself, um, you know, he's probably similar to what Greenwood, Greenwood is. And obviously I'm a big fan of his. Um, so, yeah, I think Harvey Barnes can uh, maybe for, for other people's teams. Yeah, good asset to have. A couple of games in, he'll be flying. Yeah, absolutely. And Guru, you've got Madison in your team. Do you sort of favour him over Barnes or is it just uh, something to do with the, the first game week? Uh, it was just more first game week. I thought, you know, I'd, I'd say to Jack on, on WhatsApp on on Friday, you know, I'd seen Madison with a few free kicks in, uh, on his Instagram and, you know, and on YouTube. And I just thought I can just see him getting it over a set piece on, on against Wolves and putting it in. And obviously he didn't. But um yeah, look, I'd probably say going forward now. I prefer uh, I prefer Barnes. I think Madison. Um, yeah, he's just probably not quite as durable as Barnes. Uh, I know Barnes got injured last season, but Madison's had even more problems with his injuries down the years. So I'd prefer Barnes. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, that does wrap up the uh, the hot topic section of the podcast. So if we move on to the to the final section <laughs> of the podcast just now, we've got a very uh, a very new segment that we've implemented this season. Uh, we're going to call it Stick or Twist, and the premise of it is fairly simple. It's either going to be a stick for keeping this player in your team or a twist for transferring them out for the, the upcoming sort of game week. So we've got three players on display. We will for most weeks. And I want to start with uh, with Luke Shaw, Guru. He um, you know disappointed a fair few. A lot of people, I think 50% of owners had him in his team. Um, a lot of people had him, as I said, and he didn't end up doing much for me. I think he got one point in the end, didn't he? Because he got the yellow card and he didn't get the clean sheet or any goal contributions. So sticking or twisting with the, the Man United left back. Oh, you got to stick. I've I've got him in personally for at least the first six games, and then I'll and then I'll get rid. So yeah, stick with Shaw. Yeah, and Ollie, do you agree? Um, obviously didn't have a great game against Leeds from an FPL point of view, but we know we saw what he's capable of in the Euros. You don't get a player like him in just for one week. Um, if you're transferring him already, it's a rash decision. You've got to keep him. Yeah, and Dave, are you going to make a, a three out of three clean sweep for for sticking with Shaw? Uh, yeah, agreed. You know, I, I wouldn't be making transfer decisions on on one performance, and uh, yeah, his performances in Euros show that he's capable of a lot more. So, definitely holding him. Yeah, absolutely. And the second player that we've got on display today was another man from the same game on the opposition team. We've got Rafinha from Leeds. So, Reedy, we'll go to you first. Uh, you know. He- got quite angry as well I think he got a yellow card as well in that game and he disappointed a few managers so do you think people should be sticking with with Rafinha they've got a couple of tough games coming up but after that it is a lot of green so what what do you think um I definitely wouldn't be rushing to get him out um you know you can hold on on, on to him a little bit because you know it's first game uh, it was a tough fixture for Leeds um you know personally I would be swaying towards Stuart Dallas just because it looks like uh, he is definitely going to be in that midfield uh, this season again. Um, but, you know, Rafinha, you never know. He's he's, a, he's got that creative flair and he, he could get an assist, you know, or grab you a goal. So stick with him for now, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And Jack, are you going to agree with, with Reedy there? I don't like to agree with Reedy, but um, <laughs> something along them lines, yeah. I mean, it depends if you're going to a uh, five-man midfield, I guess, or to on, you know, to up top, or go for a four-three-three. Um, you know, he's similar to that kind of value as Ben Rama. Uh, I think 0.5 difference in he. So, just depends on your formation, what you can what you can get in. After, like you said, Elliot, I think from game week five to ten, he's probably still got he's got a lot of green going on. Um, so I think his fixtures are looking good in there. If you can hold on to him and see what he performs. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the, the third and final player tonight, we'll go to you, Guru, um, is Robert Sanchez from Brighton. They obviously had their clean sheet um, knocked out of them pretty early on, Brighton. And I think, as you as you tweeted out on your Twitter, uh, addicts underscore FPL, have we all just been conned into getting Robert Sanchez in with the illusion that, you know, Brighton keep a lot of clean sheets? Have we just been conned into getting him in as our goalkeeper? Yeah, like I was saying the fraud squad's out and, um, you know, we've been frauded into Sanchez because there was a goal after two minutes. But again, like Ollie said before, um, I've got him in for, for more than just one game. I think stick with him. Um, you know, they've got some good fixtures on the, on paper. Um, they've got Veltman to come back, uh, Lewis Dunk in there as well. Um, so the defence will, uh, you know, be solid and I think stick with him. He'll get save points. He'll, he'll get his clean sheets as time goes on. Yeah, absolutely. And Ollie, are you agreeing with the guru there of keep Robert Sanchez? I think you keep him, but if you've got another 4.5 asset on the bench, I'll say twist in that regard rather than in terms of transferring. Because <laughs> um, you could look at going with someone else. Obviously, Watford, they've got Watford this week of Brighton and Watford looks all right. So if you potentially think that there's another goalkeeper that's currently on your bench. I wouldn't be transferring another goalkeeper in. But if you've got one on your bench already, it's not going to cost you a transfer. Then I could see going, you know, putting him, put him on and putting him as your number one. But in terms of transferring out, no, you, you've got to keep him. But you may well, you know, possibly put someone else on. And as Ospike says there, the Burnley goal should have been ruled out. I couldn't believe watching that back that they didn't pick up on, you know, several multiple pushing. It's classic Burnley fashion, as you'll be happy with me saying, Ollie. It was push and shove. Um, you know, the goalkeeper Sanchez ended up in the back of his net before uh, Ben Mead even headed the ball. So it was a ridiculous decision there. To but, be fair, um, to be fair, there's, there, I think there is a Burnley fan on the Twitch chat. So, um <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't really looking to analyse it too much. Um, I saw the decent run at the back post from Tarkovsky and a good header, especially considering he plays for Burnley. Like, I didn't think he had that in him, but um, you know, I wasn't really looking for a for a disallowed uh, for a disallowed goal there. But obviously, Burnley got beat. Obviously, it was nice to see. I don't know if you saw on Brighton's TikTok, but Alexi McAllister's uh, living in their heads rent free, so uh, that was nice. Yeah, nice to see Neil Mope score as well. He's one of the Premier League's biggest uh, wind-ups or worky tickets, as a lot of people would call him. So I'm sure they would have been delighted uh, to see him celebrating in front of them. But that ends up uh, wrapping the podcast up today. So thank you very much for listening and watching. Um, we'll be back, as I mentioned, live this Saturday around 9 o'clock Melbourne time and 12 o'clock midday in England for our Liverpool v Burnley watch along with myself and the rest of the panel. Just a reminder that the free league code is 1KSRYW. And for any inquiries about our paid league or Discord channels, head to www.e-sportslive.com.au slash FPL Addicts. But until then, may all your FPL dreams come to in game week two. Take care. Come on, you Maggies. Stay safe. Goodbye for now.